The Colts are about to welcome the Detroit Lions to town for a few days of fun, and the Colts are getting back a really intriguing injured player just in time for all the action. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Colts fans, thanks so much for tuning in and making us your number one listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Jake Arthur, joined as always by my partner, Zach Hicks. Uh, For anyone new to the show, you know us from HorseshoeHuddle.com. I'm also a credentialed member of the Colts media. I bring you the scoop from camp each day. Uh, there at the facility during the season, and I'm also a member of the PFWA. Zach, why don't you tell our new uh, guy and gal pals here a little bit about yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've been working at Horseshoe Huddle now for the past year. Uh, before that, I kind of made my name in the indie market through Stampede Blue with SB Nation. Uh, big film guy, a big draft guy. I've worked with DraftWire, Cover One, uh, locked on before this, actually, back in the Washington market. So I'm sure you guys see me around, especially with all the, you know, I got all 22 for the preseason. So I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of my clips hey. there on uh, social media the last couple of days. So, you know. You know, people in southern Indiana, they call it Washington. So if you ever come and, if you ever come and visit Indy, just know that. <laughs> That's what Washington is if you ever hear it. Uh, We've got a packed show for you guys today. Uh, First, it's finally time to talk about Mike Strawn as he makes his return from the pup list. Uh, We'll also discuss Kenny Moore and DeForest Buckner's placement on the NFL Top 100 list. And we'll tell you what we're looking for out of the Colts joint practices with the Lions on Wednesday and Thursday. So, Zach, up first, Mega Strawn's back, baby. He is. That he is. is. Right. No, yep. I'm excited, uh, man. We need it right now because, I mean, yeah. if we're looking at this wide receiver five competition, Desmond Patman's kind of been, I mean, you could attest to this more than I can, but we haven't really seen much from Desmond Patman this offseason. You know, a little bit in practice. Yeah. He had that one nice catch in the game, but that's kind of it. Uh, and then Kiki Cootie, you know, the guy that we've been hyping up as wide receiver five all offseason, did not have a great game at all uh left the game with left the game with an injury uh might have been his fault on that Nick Foles interception I'm 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 hesitant to say it is his fault because I have no clue I don't want to just assert blame without knowing Mm. but it looked like it could have been a miscommunication or maybe just a bad throw but uh, he was targeted on an interception uh and then there were some plays where the effort really wasn't there so uh, you know right now that wide receiver five spot you know, if Mike Strawn was going to stay out on the pup to start the season, like we kind of expected and what we thought was mm. going to happen, I would have said that the Colts wide receiver five maybe not would have not been on the roster. Uh, but now Mike Strawn has a couple practices, a couple joint practices, a little bit of preseason games to kind of earn that wide receiver five spot. Yeah. So to give you guys a little background on the situation, uh, Strawn had a, a procedure on one of his knees back in the spring. Missed the vast majority of all that. He wasn't out there for the mandatory mini camp. Started this training camp on uh, the physically unable to perform list. We were curious, like Zach just said, if if he was going to get out here for training camp. But this is 
this timing is, is exactly what he needed. We said if he can have like a week or two of training camp and get back in there, have a couple preseason games, that's how he can get back into the thick of it for this race against Desmond Patman and Kiki QT for wide receiver five and or six. You know, previously we didn't think the Colts would keep six. Now they may be compelled to do so again. Patman and Strawn could be five and six again. Uh, the, the biggest difference, I think, is how he could look with Matt Ryan. I don't know. I, I'm sure he's going to have – they're, they're going to ease him in a little bit because you're not just going to go from zero to 100. But once once he gets out there catching passes for Matt Ryan, I'm really intrigued because I, I think with his blend of size, speed, athleticism, that's something Matt Ryan can utilize. Yeah, we have to assume that at least for the time being, like in these joint practices, he's going to slide in – alongside Desmond Patman like as that you know like like what we said a lot throughout campus you know your first tier of guys that we've seen have been Michael Pittman Jr. Alec Pierce Paris Campbell and then mm-hmm. Ashton Doolin's kind of been tier like 1b you know like right behind yeah. them and he's safe for sure obviously uh, but tier two has kind of been Desmond Patman Kiki Cutie uh, DeMichael Harris even though he's been dealing with injuries as well you've got to yeah. think that Mike Strong kind of rotates in with there and he's going to be running a lot with Nick Foles uh during these joint practices uh and yeah you know he's going to have a lot of opportunities to to make a name for himself you know he had a great camp last year had a great preseason had some run early in the season but it just you know in that early season run you could tell that he was a player that was kind of in over his head uh didn't really know the playbook was kind of making some mistakes out there and that led to him not really seeing the field the rest of the season so I'm curious to see you know mentally just to see how far he's grown you know do the coaches actually trust him do the coaches trust him to run these plays even if it is just preseason it's just vanilla you know can he carry over that preseason success he had last year to this year and can he show that he's kind of grown in the mental aspects of playing wide receiver because that was the only thing that held him back uh, a season ago because Mm -hmm. early in the season when he played he had some production it's just that the mental side kind of held him back but if he's shown growth in that area uh, there's nothing really holding him back from being, you know, wide receiver five or maybe wide receiver four, you know, rotating snaps with Ashton Doolin. Mm, yep, you're exactly right. And I I liked what I heard from him when I talked to him in the spring. Um, he said he knows this is a big summer for him. It's a big opportunity. Uh, he needed to work on being more consistent in practice, and he really wants to get involved in special teams because he knows that's like the X factor in a fringe roster guy getting onto the 53. So he knows that. Uh, But the reason this is a big deal and we're, you know, leading off the show with it is obviously the receiver group has, you know, it's unheralded. There hasn't been much coming from it to inspire more confidence from people. So this could be a nice shot in the arm. Uh, Mike Strong, for those of you who don't know, he's like 6'5", 225, something like that. He's, He's a guy where if he was any slower with that frame, you'd say he'd make a great tight end, you know, but he does have terrific speed and athleticism. So he's, a, he's essentially the smaller Drew Ogletree, if you want to look at it that way. So the Colts could really use a guy like this. Uh, you know, that people say they've been struggling with separation, getting open, things like that. A guy with this wingspan and size is always open and he's got the, the strength, and quickness to to get some separation. So, I mean, he's not a finished product by any means. He's farther along than I think we thought he was going to be last year. Um, but like Zach was talking about, 
how much of the mental side has he been putting into it? Like, are, are we going to see this big jump from him? Cause he had a terrific training camp last year, just based on his athleticism and being bigger, stronger, faster than the guy covering him in one-on-ones most of the time. So um, if we see, if we see the kind of stuff we we've seen from Ogletree where he's like making catches and traffic and doing damage in seven on sevens and 11 on 11s, that could be really encouraging because it's more of a game setting. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll say, cause I know we have to move on here in a second, but um, I think there's a gunner. There's a one or two gunner spots that are still wide mm-hmm. open for the taking because, you know, I, maybe it's just a gut feeling, but just watching that preseason game, watching everyone else kind of run at gunner and not seeing Ashton Doolin do that. And then all off season where the coaches have said, Ashton Doolin's going to be part of the offense. I think they're going to take Ashton Doolin off of those Gunner roles, or at least not have him out there as much. Uh, mm-hmm. As of right now, I would say the leaders for Gunner are Isaiah Rogers and, and Tony Brown. Uh, but Isaiah Rogers is going to miss most of this week. So this is a big yep. week for Mike Strawn to earn that wide receiver five or earn that wide receiver six spot by playing special teams. You know, can he come out there and be a Gunner and show his ability there? Because like you said, I mean, he's a big body guy, but he also runs 4-4. Like he's, he's yeah. got burner speed for a guy with his size. So if he can prove value as a gunner and he can run alongside Tony Brown out there at gunner and show like, Hey, I belong here. One, that's great because you can get Isaiah Rogers off of that gunner because I don't want him getting yeah. hurt in any other way. Uh, but two, you know, that's how you prove your worth and that's how you make a roster. So this is a huge week for him, not only on offense, but also on special teams, because as we've seen with Ashton Doolin, Doolin continually made the roster as a special teamer. And now he's going to get a real chance with the offense. If Mike Strong can take that same route as a seventh round pick, you know, that's that's optimal for those kind of guys. Yeah, I'm gonna have my eyes glued to him this week. I'm, I'm gonna be on Strong Watch. I gotta know special teams and offense. Uh, but just like the Colts adding Strong to the receiver group is a healthy move, our next partner has a product that's always a healthy move for Zach and me. I started taking Athletic Greens AG1 because I struggle balancing the time to prepare healthy stuff in my diet throughout the day, and it's just really easy to do with them. Uh, Now I've been on it for a few weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. If you've ever had some super green type drink mixes or anything like that before, you know exactly what I mean. Uh, AG1 is kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. That's a lot of stuff, guys. That's a lot of words I said, and that's a lot of stuff that's in those scoops. Uh, This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All things. I've always been big on trying to get as many healthy things like vitamins, minerals, etc. into my mouth as quickly as I can without having to do anything elaborate because I don't make much time to eat throughout the day. Uh, So this is absolutely perfect for me. Uh, just kind of knocking out all these birds with one stone. For me, my wife and I just toss in some water in the morning, down the hatch, and we're off. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's even recommended by professional athletes such as the ones you hear us talk about on the network every day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, this is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, Jake. So we have to talk about the NFL 100 players. Now, we have to throw out a little stipulation before we talk about this Uh because uh, we've seen players in the past. Like I think Andrew Whitworth came out or Andrew Whitworth or it was some retired offensive lineman came out and said, a lot of players don't take this seriously. (laughs) They don't. Uh, It is the, the NFL rankings, you know, for anyone who wants to get upset, like, Oh, why is this player not on here? Or why is this player so low? Or why is this player so high? Take it with a grain of salt. Just being on the top Mm -hmm. 100 is the honor itself, not really where you are in that top 100. That being said, we have two Colts that made the list. Uh, Kenny Moore made his debut at number 82. It's his, you know, he made his first Pro Bowl last year, and now he's making his first NFL top 100 list. Uh, He had a lot of, there was a lot of great things said about him, too, on there Mm. from from Tom Brady. Chris Godwin, I think, was on there. Cooper Uh, Cup. Cooper Cup was on there saying that that was, you know, one of the best players in the league. Uh, so what did you think about Kenny Moore's inclusion on the list at number 82? You know, so he's a, he was ahead of another corner. I think he was ahead of like Denzel Ward, which I thought was yeah. that was a little wild, even though I love Kenny Moore. Uh, but what do you, <laughs> you think of his inclusion on the list and being, you know, right, right there at 82? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it was what the top 50 or yeah, top 50 were released last night. Um, I can't argue with that, you know. Kenny just being on the list, I think, was necessary. Anywhere he would have landed on there, I think I would have been fine with it, uh, just as long as he was included. He's one of the. He's got to be one of the top hundred players in the league. You know, he's he's widely considered the best slot defender, so that counts for something. Uh, just the way he affects the game, he does. He does just does some things that not a lot of other guys do. I've said before, the Colts have a few players on their team that just kind of leave me in awe with the things that they do and blow my mind. And Kenny is one of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Shaq Leonard, Jonathan Taylor, uh, DeForest Buckner occasionally does that, but Kenny does stuff that I just don't think other people are capable of mentally and physically sometimes. And yeah, kudos to him that the first pro bowl was overdue last year. Top 100. I dig it. It comes from the players, so they're acknowledging he's one of the best in the league. So no yeah. complaints for me. Yeah, my favorite inclusion about his selection on that list there was when they mentioned that Tennessee Titans interception. Yeah. I think I they had Anthony, that. Yeah. yeah, they had Anthony Walker come on and talk about it because I guess Anthony Walker and him have been texting about the Titans or texting about that kind of look. Uh, but this was a play where when me and Hag, uh, me and Jonathan Hagler had the Hicks and Hag show throughout the season, we broke down defensive back play. Uh, and we ranked every single defensive back moment of the season. Uh, he picked Isaiah Rogers' interception against the Buccaneers as the number one play. I picked Kenny Moore's interception against the Titans because, to me, in my years of covering the NFL, of watching film, of covering the Colts, covering Washington uh, commanders and stuff like that, it was the greatest defensive back play I've ever seen. I, I have never seen a play where a guy completely left his assignment with that much confidence – and he made the perfect read, jumped a route, and had an interception. I mean, they, they talk about it in the video, so if you guys want to check it, but he basically had man coverage on the slot receiver, carries the slot receiver up the seam, but he 
was so savvy enough to know exactly what route combination that the Titans were running that he peeled off of his guy that he was supposed to cover, which I think was AJ Brown too. He left AJ Brown yeah. uncovered. It could have burned him though if it didn't right, work. Right, right. Yeah. But he knew that the Titans loved to attack that backside dig on that route combination. That he left AJ Brown, you know, a, a Pro Bowl receiver, uncovered to jump the backside dig uh, to Marcus uh, Marcus Johnson. Uh, and got a pick and nearly had a pick six on the play. Uh, and, you know, that put the Colts ahead 14 points in that game. That's just the impact that Kenny Moore brings, you know, that intellect, that savvy. Uh, and just to see him rewarded with that, you know, Pro Bowl this year. And then obviously with the NFL 100, I think that was great. Uh, but jumping to another player, DeForest Buckner, mm-hmm. uh, obviously well-deserved to be on this list. You know, some people might say he had a bit of a down year last year and the, and the NFL 100 kind of shows it. Uh, but he was still uh, an all-pro, uh, pro bowler last season. Uh, he came in at number 66. Last season, he was at number 27, so he dropped a little bit. But, again, DeForest Buckner being on this list, I mean, he's definitely one of the NFL's best 100 players. Yeah, I, 27 was perhaps a little rich. I mean, I wasn't going right. to argue with it. I mean, if players think he's, you know, that good. then And as far as I've seen, like, Jeffrey Simmons was ahead of him this year, which is fine by me because – Right. Simmons, Buckner and and uh, and Aaron Donald are, are, you know, you could absolutely say that's the top three and yeah, arrange Simmons and Buckner however you want. But no, I yeah, mean, Buckner, Buckner is kind of in that that tier after Aaron Donald. You know, there's the Aaron Donald tier. Aaron Donald is a tier. Yeah, right. Right. Aaron <laughs> Donald, the greatest defender ever, potentially. Uh, but behind mm. that, you have a bunch of defensive tackles. You know, you have Buckner, yeah. you have Cam Hayward, you have. Uh, you have Simmons, you have Fletcher Cox, you know, guys like that. So Buckner's definitely in that tier. So wherever you rank him in there, you know, I'm cool with it. Yeah, 66 is fine as long as he's not like the fifth or sixth ranked defensive tackle, you know. But it looked, you know, with Simmons being right there, it looks like it'll be appropriate. Like 66, I guess, could be a little low, but 27 was probably a little too high. So somewhere right there in the middle is fine. I mean, he has two all pros to his name, two Pro Bowls. It's fine by me. I I think this year he'll probably. You you've talked a lot about this. He'll he'll probably outperform even what he's done before. What people expect from him because of the attention the other guys on the line are going to command, and Gakwe is going to get double teams. Quiddy is going to take advantage of that. DeForest commands double teams, so you can't double team everybody. So um, Buckner's probably going to feed off that a little bit and. Maybe maybe add another All Pro to the the mantle. Oh, I think he will. Yeah, just, just from yeah. watching some of the preseason film and from some of the stuff you said in camp. I mean, I think he had like five pass rushing snaps the other day, and he had two pressures. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a that's about player. average for him. Yeah. yeah, he's an All Pro. But you know, talking about these guys and talking about these star players has kind of got me excited for the NFL season. And you guys know it's almost the start of that NFL season. I love this time of year. If you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. We try and help you out as much as we can, but who knows us? Or who helps us? <laughs> who knows us? <laughs> who helps us? We highly recommend the LES Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sporting sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB, but not even golf. We can't even throw that into this one. Elias <laughs> well, Game not Plan. Golf stats. <laughs> right. Ah, unfortunate. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the U.S. sports leagues, including the NFL. 
Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, the Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau special or Sports Bureau research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. That's right, guys. Elias has expert game analysis, perfect for betting, building your fantasy team, and impressing your friends. Think your friends are dum-dums when it comes to fantasy? You've got Elias on your side. There you go. You're going to blow their mind with it. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. I'm considered a fantasy expert myself, but even I need some help getting my ducks in a row sometimes. And Elias is coming clutch for me. Take my advice, download the Elias Game Plan app today. With new features available all the time, take your game to the next level. The NFL season is right around the corner, so do not wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. All right, guys, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. You've heard me talk about it before. The s'mores is dope. The cookie dough is dope. Guess what? We're (laughs) going to talk about cookie dough today. It's their newest flavor. It's delicious, indulgent cookie dough, which is covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. It brings all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of actually making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for yourself and the family. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can just find a really good hiding spot and hoard them for yourself and don't let anyone else have them. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, the fats, and the sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. All right, Jake. So since we're getting past me mispronouncing Elias or Elias or however the heck I was saying it. I only know I only know it from Sports Center back in the day. That's the only reason. Why. You know, you know, I'm I'm borderline illiterate. So I think I think this is good. You're doing great, <laughs> but, sweetie. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. But getting to the more important topic here, joint practices. And mm-hmm. I think I think you guys have heard us hype up joint practices more than preseason games or practices mm-hmm. like in general a lot these past couple of days. You know, we're, we're not very doom and gloom. We're not very overreactionary, but these joint practices are going to be the most important practices of all of camp. This is the time of the year where the coaches can actually put what they want to see out there against a, a real opponent. You know, it's not against just your guys in camp and they can have it in a very controlled environment where they want to see these things. So that that's what makes these this area you know these joint practices so important. So Jake, what are you looking for? Because you're you know you're going to be there for a lot of these practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking for in these joint practices? What do you want to see from the Colts against an opponent in this controlled environment? Yeah, so it's important to note that the starters are not going to play in these two guys these two sides games on Woo! Saturday because yes! Dan yes! Campbell with the Lions and I know I know you hate the preseason. <laughs> I hate starters playing in the yeah. preseason, so right. I'm all for it. 
Uh, so Dan Campbell with the Lions, Frank Reich with the Colts, they've, you know, they've just, well, I don't know about the Lions, uh, but at least for the Colts, they've decided the starters aren't going to play. They're going to focus all their attention on these joint practices. Reason being, you know, you, there's probably less chance to get hurt. There's going to be some hitting and thumping, but they're not going to be doing much live tackling. And like you said, it's a much more controlled environment. So I want to see the starters in general, how they perform. Uh, wide receivers, especially that's been a maligned group so far. How do they get, how do they get separation or are they going to have the dropsies again? Like what, what are we looking at? So first and foremost, I want to see the Colts wide receivers against the lions defensive backs. Cause the lions do have some talented guys. I can't, I, Jeff Okuda might still be banged up, but, um, like Amani Oruwari, I have always loved him. I think they have that other guy with with the difficult name I can't think of at the moment. <laughs> the did Lions had the most difficult names in the yeah. secondary, but we're did gonna he, say did he we play like for them. Syracuse. You know what I'm talking about. Uh Fetty Melifanu, I think is his name. He was from Syracuse. You're yep. right. That is yep. him. Yep. Yep. So I, I think that's the best I know. But I think that's that's a great thing to point out is is you know, as someone who kind of went back and now that I finally have the all 22, I could see what the Colts receivers look like against press coverage. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what the Colts are really testing in this preseason game. I think Alec Pierce did a good job. You know, he won some, he lost some very solid outing, but Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman jr. Didn't look great. You know, I'm not, I'm not scared about Michael Pittman jr. He's no. going to be amazing. He's going to be great. Like he's fine. Uh, but Paris Campbell, I want to see a little bit more because, you know, he missed a lot of last season. He missed a lot of the year before. I want to see how he performs against an opponent here with the Detroit lions uh, but I think, yeah, seeing the receivers, I know that's what everyone's going to be focused on. But for me, I want to see how this edge group does against the mm-hmm. Detroit Lions offensive line, because we can we can laugh and joke that the Detroit Lions aren't this great football team. They have a very good offensive line. I, yeah. I really, really like the offensive line. I mean, from from I mean, across the line, I, I know off the top of my head that they have Taylor Decker, uh, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, who's one of the best centers in football. Uh, yeah. Panay Sewell over at right tackle. I think they have Vitae at right guard. I think uh, you're right. So that's, that's, that's a really five. No, all all five guys are notable. Right, right. That's I yeah. mean, honestly, off the top of my head, that's a probably top 10, 11 offensive line football. You know, however mm. you want to stack it. Uh, so that'd be a huge test, not only for you know the Colts star players like DeForest Buckner, Yannick Ngakwe, but for the guys like Quiddy Pay, Dio Dangbo, Ben Banigou, Tyquan Lewis, if he is an active participant throughout this week. You know, we saw these guys play well against the Bills backups, but it's a different annual playing against a pretty good starting offensive line. So mm-hmm. I, I really want to know how those guys are going to do and see, you know, does the success they just had in this preseason game carry over to these joint practices against, uh, again, a very solid offensive line. Yeah, totally agree. I want to see what's, what's fact and what's fiction kind of uh, like you said that the Colts, First and second wave of, of defensive line has done pretty well, both in the preseason and in camp. Like they've they've been consistent performers, but they know the tendencies of the guys they're playing every single day. Like they go one on one with these same blockers every day, pretty much. So they know what to expect. So how's it gonna look against a totally different animal against an above average offensive line with a few guys that are really, really good? Uh so I'm I'm wanting to see that. You know, someone like Ben Banigou. He he's really good at getting by with athleticism and speed, and he can dip the edge pretty well. He's still working on getting some moves together. We we talked about the cross chop that that he's kind of adopting, um, but that's a guy. You know, I want to see some of these guys win with 
um, mechanics and things like that, not just skirting by with some athleticism. So that, that'll be a good group to watch. Uh, another one I was looking at, Colts defensive backs against the Lions, wide receivers and tight right. ends, because that's another group for the Colts. It's been really good, but do they look really good because the Colts wide receivers have struggled? Or yeah. how is it? Because, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh DJ Reynolds, Chark. I think. Yeah, DJ, DJ Chark good. has eaten, no pun intended, against the Colts in the past. <laughs> uh, is it Josh Reynolds? Is there other? Is he, Reynolds he played. There? He played with Goff in the with the Rams. I don't know if Reynolds is there. I, I'm, you know, I. This is us they going have off some, completely off the top of our yeah, head. With, they have with someone the Lions, of but. that. Yeah, they have someone of that tier. But Goff played well with them last year because yeah. they played together with the Rams previously. But no, it's it's an okay pass catching group plus TJ Hawkinson. Like right again, it's a factor fiction thing for me. Are they doing? Have the Colts DBs been doing well because of the Colts receivers, or are they really? good yeah you know i'm not concerned about stefan gilmore or kenny moore or even brandon face on like you know a little concerned obviously more about face on than i am about those other two but i'm more concerned about the guys behind because you know isaiah rogers is going to be out for this whole week you know i i mean maybe by some miracle he does get a cup a little bit of practice in but you know he's in the concussion protocol i i imagine he's not going to practice this week uh because the guys behind that though those after those top three and you know four with isaiah rogers they did not look very good in this preseason game. Uh, Tony mm-hmm. Brown looked fine on special teams, had a couple moments in, in on defense. But besides that, a lot of these guys struggled in the preseason game. So I want to see, can there be someone who takes that quarterback five or quarterback six position? Because right now, I'm more of the opinion that the Colts quarterback six or maybe quarterback five, I, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about Tony Brown. Um, might not be on the roster right now. I think it might be, a, you know, a waiver wire ad or a trade or something like that. But I want to see one of these guys really, really step up to that plate because there are some guys who have flashed. You know, again, Tony Brown, I just mentioned, but Dallas Flowers had that one-handed interception in the end zone yeah. and had a couple of nice moments. But I want to see him take that next step. I want to see him show out against the Lions and kind of earn a bottom of the roster spot because right now I don't think anyone's kind of earned those those spots at the bottom there. Now, those seem to be wide open, especially considering two guys who could have been corners seem to be pretty firmly set at safety in Rodney Thomas and Marcel Dabo. They've both been pretty much exclusively safety, so they seem to be out of the the cornerback discussion. Uh, Was that it as as far as kind of key groups you were looking at in these these, uh, practices? I think so. I mean, some O-line depth things I'm kind of looking at, but, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we have a firm grasp on who the O-line depth guys are going to be right now. Uh, so just mm-hmm. kind of seeing that solidified. Uh, but besides that, yeah, it's really just the wide receivers, the corners, and the defensive line. Are Those are really the spots that we are seeing some battles taking place. And, and you know, Mike Strong, like we mentioned at the top of the show, is a big part of that mm-hmm. wide receiver group. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It's it's a huge, huge week for a lot of these guys, you know. And, and not to ramble here while we're running over on time, but I put on Twitter today the guys who I think are locks for the roster. And I think I came yeah. up with four, I think I came up with 41 guys that are basically locked. It could be give or take like one or two of those there. So it could be down to like 40 or 39. Uh, but those bottom like 12, 13 spots, you know, this week is going to be huge determining who makes the roster in those bottom 12, 13 spots. Yeah. Last year we, we saw it be a total difference maker when like Chris Williams is a great example. Andrew right. Brown, they totally turned it on when the joint practices started. So this can be a real turning point with, six practices left starting tomorrow 
it, it could be big. Uh, right. but I think that's it for us today, everyone. We'll be back with you tomorrow. The Colts have what I can only assume is going to be a lighter practice on Tuesday, uh, followed by the Lions coming into town for the two practices on Wednesday and Thursday. They will then have their preseason matchup at Lucas Oil Stadium on Saturday. Make sure you guys are following at Jake Arthur NFL on Twitter. Put those tweet notifications on and get ready for a great week because, again, joint practice is super important. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at ZachKicks2. Uh, I'm putting a lot of preseason stuff out there, a lot of film breakdowns. Uh, so if that's your style, you know, follow me. Uh, you can follow our written work over at HorseshoeHuddle.com. Uh, that's where you can see all of my preseason breakdowns, all of Jake's news and notes from practice. Uh, and then follow us on YouTube. You know, you hit that subscribe button. We're getting close to a thousand subscribers, which means this is, you know, becoming a reality for me. This this beautiful uh, <laughs> header here that might go life on my with Twitter. Life with Rod. Yep, yep. And then uh, wherever you listen to our podcast, rate, review, subscribe, leave us a comment. Uh, you guys have been great with that lately, especially on YouTube. I think one of our videos the other day hit over 50 comments. Uh, so just keep it up, guys. We love you. And, uh, you know, keep keep up all the love that are coming our way. Yeah, some of those comments are super weird, but we love it. But, <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah, but thank you guys for making Locked On Colts your first listen today. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you guys the moves that no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>